This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas, joined by... Tamara Hensby, Director of Retail Banking at Envision Financial, envisionfinancial.ca. COVID-19 has made it clear how important it is to have a solid grasp over your finances and your financial plan. It also reinforced some old-fashioned wisdom, which has been in place for generations, and we thought we'd bring in some old-fashioned wisdom in the form of Tamara Hensby, the Director of Retail Banking at Envision Financial. Uh, Tamara, welcome to Vancouver Consumer. How are you? I'm great, and thank you very much for having me. This is terrific. What are some of the initial observations about COVID-19 and its impact on our financial well-being? Gosh, it's had a vastly different impact for many people. For some, it's meant job loss and significant impacts financially, while for others who are fortunate enough to remain employed, it's meant reduced spending or even additional savings. We've heard from both groups, and of course, there's unique advice for everyone depending on their situation. For some, it could mean leveraging support systems that have been put in place, like CERB or some government programs. Others, it could mean looking to see where there may be some financial opportunities. Well, in that case, you need the help of a financial advisor. I know Envision Financial has uh, some of the more experienced financial uh, planners on board. Let's talk a little bit about the technology, because I think if the pandemic taught us one thing is we've got to gear up our technology, because uh, initially we couldn't come into uh, a lot of the branches. Correct, correct. So those early days were difficult, difficult for the staff, difficult for, of course, our members. So we did see a lot of activity where particularly our senior members, our 65 and plus, were having to come and stand in line. This was early days in, in spring. So, of course, it was some rainy days, rainy weather. So we were very aware and very cautious to ensure that our members were safe, number one, and taking every precaution that we could. We saw a lot of members have to learn new technologies that they weren't familiar with. So we spent a lot of time spending time with those members in a safe environment and really walking them through some of the digital technology that would allow them to access everything they needed to do from the comfort of their home or anywhere else, quite frankly, so that we didn't have to have them standing outside, standing in line, or having to deal with some of those hardships. So many times, I myself, I I got an opportunity to do lobby management in those early days where we were really helping members to understand what they could do elsewhere. And we would have a lot of our advisors sit with these members from a safe distance and help them through the digital piece. And when they understood that they could sit at home or get help from any, could have been a neighbor, could have been a family member or a friend, if they didn't have the technology, and pay a bill, and it took literally three to four minutes, versus coming down, being nervous about the lineup, nervous about the safety aspect. So a lot of great advice was given to these members, and they left feeling so much more comfortable, comfortable using the ATM machines. We did a lot of work taking off holds for members so that they could use the machines after hours, again, for safety's sake. Members were so pleased to learn that we had all of these different avenues that they could use in order to do their banking safely. Tamara Hensby, Director of Retail Banking and Vision Financial and visionfinancial.ca. Tamara joining us on this edition of Vancouver Consumer at CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. 
Tamara, are the days of the uh, coffee and donuts in the lobby over <laughs> at financial institutions? I mean, we've seen so many changes, but that's one of the things I liked about going into my institution. I get a cup of coffee and a yeah. bran muffin. Yeah, it, indeed. And again, it's strictly for safety's sake. In the early days, we had to make uh, transitions. And that was one of the early ones. And a lot of our staff as well said, oh, we love providing, you know, that uh, special treat to our members. But it's true. We did have to move those coffee uh, stations away or completely out. We certainly aren't offering any shared food, even amongst our staff. So we've been very safe on that regard. We've had to really turn our technology into the way that we can communicate with our members and change the way we have these social conversations, which, to your great point, that coffee and, and donuts is a wonderful way we can communicate with people and chat around the water cooler, as it were. But uh, today we're having to do it in different ways. We're doing web conferencing with members. We're allowing members to call. We've got a toll-free number that is open seven days a week. They can pay your bills for you on that number. Again, and those, those staff uh, working at our member advice center, they're having the same communication benefits, talking with our wonderful members on the telephone. So we've had a great story where a member called in and she was really struggling with some of these technologies and she was quite frankly telling the person on the phone that she's having some some loneliness. You know, through COVID it's been difficult. Well, one of our our advisors on our on our member advice center had such a great conversation with her and she was so thankful. She sent flowers and cards to the member advice center which is located at three of our locations in British Columbia and it was just a wonderful instance where we can show where we've moved away from the coffee and donuts sharing of communication and community to an online presence and a telephone presence. And of course, we've still got members that can come into the branch. Unfortunately, they have to wait in line. But again, spending a lot of our time training and helping our members understand those digital avenues. Well, the last time you had a um, colleague uh, here on Vancouver Consumer, this is going back a couple of months now, uh, Tamara, uh, he talked about uh, the emotional stresses of uh, the pandemic and how it affects uh, our view towards our finances. And when you talk about a lady who called one of your help centers, and uh, yeah, it may have been out of loneliness, but there was a trusted voice on that other end yeah. from Envision Financial. And that says a lot about uh, the service that you provide to your members. Tamara Hensby, Director of Retail Banking, Envision Financial, envisionfinancial.ca, envisionfinancial.ca. You're listening to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. What are some of the other ways Envision Financial help members during these initial tough times? Well, Manny, that's something I'm extremely proud of during this time to work for Envision Financial. We offered many programs to help our members, one of which is called the Back on Track program, and we also offered deferrals. We put a call-out program in play almost immediately to ensure our members knew we were here and we were ready to help. Our approach from the beginning was to commit to three months of assistance, which allowed us to reconnect with those same members that needed our financial help after the three months to see if anything had changed. Because of this approach, many of our members got the assistance they needed the first time and were so pleased that we called for the second round of assistance and they were okay. They were in a good financial position because of the conversations we had early on. We made it even easier for our members to access assistance by creating an online form. We would then call the member to discuss face-to-face -face their current situation, and we provided options for them. 
We determined which options were best. We tried to reduce payments at first. If they were not able to maintain reduced payments, we did offer deferments. The majority of our assistance came in the form of mortgage and loan deferrals. So we did take this proactive approach for members that had payments resuming after the three months, either by emailing them or phoning them again, and provided additional assistance if they still required it. Well, Tamara, you you know as well as I do, let me interrupt for just a moment, I'm sorry, but uh, what you're really, I think, suggesting is that the the wheels of commerce never stop rolling, and that proactive approach, I only got one call out, that was from my dentist, (laughs) who who called to tell me that my appointment had been cancelled, he explained Mm. the entire procedure moving forward, so to hear that Envision Financial... Uh, and you, uh, Tamara, as Director of Retail Banking over there, you were calling out to members, and uh, I'll let you continue now. I, thank you. I love that, and I completely agree. Proudly, secondly, a unique initiative we launched was called Give a Meal, Get a Meal. We, we lovingly referred to it as GamGam. It helped boost the local economies during the pandemic by encouraging our members to order from local restaurants. So we partnered with the restaurants, and for every order over $50, we envisioned financial subsidized the member $25 while also donating an extra $5 to our local food banks through our full cupboard signature cause. We had over 65 local restaurants participate, and as a result, over $70,000 was spent at these local restaurants through our program, and we donated, here's the best part, over 20,000 meals to local food banks. Really proud of that one. You know, that took some innovative thinking. Yeah. Yeah, that really did. I mean, and it just goes to show that, you know, uh, institutions like Envision Financial, uh, you got enough brains over there uh, that if you put four or five of those brains in a boardroom uh, or on Zoom, uh, given these times, you know what, let's come up with some ideas where everybody wins. Exactly. And that's the benefit of a credit union. Thirdly, speaking of brains in the room, our president of Envision Financial, Dave Lanfear, got to talking with one of our members, which is Coast Hotels in Abbotsford. So we wanted to also offer healthcare workers who feared staying at home due to the risk of exposing their families to COVID. We wanted them to have a safe, comfortable place to rest their head free of charge. So Coast Hotels offered rooms at a reduced rate, and we picked up the tab for approximately 60 single-night stays, which was used by a variety of healthcare workers. This is such a great example of our credit union mentality and our businesses coming together to try and help the local communities in this time of crisis. Yeah, that's Super that, that that's real community social yeah. responsibility when uh, the president of Envision Financial goes to a big hotel chain and said, "Look, let's do something for our frontline workers." And you partnered up uh, with uh, Coast Hotels and uh, you provided that plus the 20,000 uh, meals towards um, uh, you know those who who needed it. I, I I just think that's that that is just so uh, innovative when we put together all of our thoughts about what has happened in the past during crises. Uh, you know, there are wonderful ideas that come up, but you actually have to put them into play. <laughs> it's right. one thing to come up with an idea, <laughs> but uh, you actually put them into play. That is that is just fabulous. Uh, Tamara Hensby, Director of Retail Banking and Vision Financial and visionfinancial.ca. Any key financial lessons that have come forward as a result of this pandemic? I'm sure there's a whole list. Oh, yes, gosh. So in many ways, the pandemic reinforced some of the financial knowledge we've always shared historically. But our large takeaway is, of course, how unprepared we all are for the unexpected. 
One way to help with this is, as always, this isn't rocket science, but it's having emergency savings, putting some money away in case of a rainy day. It's emergencies like this pandemic, among many other reasons, to have funds on hand. The rule of thumb is generally to have three to six months of expenses saved, but recognizing that's not always possible for everyone, my advice is to start somewhere. Figure out what you can afford to put aside each month. Anything saved is better than nothing. Well, I guess the first step is open a bank account. Exactly. <laughs> we would love that. Put it. yeah. <laughs> it's easy to do. Uh, simply go onto the website, envisionfinancial.ca. They have been doing so much for the community, their community involvement. Um, it, it's just a, a fabulous uh, institution. It's not like you just uh, popped up in the marketplace, uh, Tamara. Got a long history, albeit with uh, some consolidation with other financial institutions. Give us uh, briefly uh, a quick history of Envision. Wonderful. Great. So overall, we are actually First West Credit Union is our mothership, I call it. Uh, and we've got four local brands under that heading. So of course, in the lower mainland, we've got Envision Financial Credit Union. In the interior of British Columbia, we are Valley First Financial. And then on Vancouver Island, we are Island Savings. And we've got Enderby Financial as well in the, uh, in the interior. So we've allowed that branding, that local branding to keep us in those communities where we already had a familiarity, our members loved us, and we love our members in those communities. We've always had as our signature cause feeding our local communities. So in the Envision region, of course, this is what's called our full cupboard. That's our mainstay. It's our signature cause, and we take this one very seriously. We're putting money back into our communities and always have so much pride in what we can offer our members, and we genuinely want to make a difference in the lives of our members' financial, in the in our members' financial life. Yeah, well, I've got a lot of questions uh, yet for you, uh, Tamara, so we'll get you to hang on for another segment. Uh, Tamara Hensby, Director of Retail Banking, Envision Financial. EnvisionFinancial.ca. EnvisionFinancial.ca. You are listening to Vancouver Consumer. Tamara Hensby, Director of Retail Banking, EnvisionFinancial.ca. EnvisionFinancial.ca. CA. One of the things we find in our business, uh, which is laughingly referred to as communication, uh, Tamara, is communication among staff members. And you mentioned during the break that you've got an internal communication system I think is is hilariously named. But one of the things that uh, I think is really important in, in a big institution, uh, which is dealing with clients, customers, etc., is that the right hand knows what the left hand is doing and that internal communication structure you've got over in vision financial i think is really a good thing because ultimately it helps uh the end user that being uh, your customer mm-hmm. you got it and i i just think that you know another innovative uh way to helping out customers envisionfinancial.ca is how uh you check on uh what is just a really fabulous a financial institution and feeding local. You mentioned that during the first segment. Uh, one of the community causes is uh, making sure everybody has food. And, you know, you don't necessarily link a financial institution with uh, the giving of food, but that's one of the main causes that uh, Envision Financial uh, backs up. We talked about some of the financial key financial lessons that have come forward as a result of this uh, pandemic. And, and you mentioned that uh, in your statistics, and I, I have heard these statistics before, that uh, most British Columbians, Canadians, uh, do not have an emergency fund. Uh, 
you know, things are just so expensive that it's hard to save. Uh, how do you start saving money? Is it, do you mm-hmm. look at your lifestyle and say, well, I don't need two cars. In fact, I don't need a car or I don't need to shop at this particular store. Right. What, what, what is, if somebody came to you and said, well, how do I start saving? Yeah, it, that's an excellent question and probably the one we get asked the most at our first time meeting of any new member. So a budget is always recommended, especially during times like this when tracking every dollar becomes so critical. So if for any reason your income has been reduced or you may be relying on CERB, it's always a good idea to look at your expenses, to your point, Manny, and look where you can make some adjustments. Some of them can be small tweaks that can actually have a, a major difference. But it's a good idea to pull out a bank statement or your credit card statement over any 30-day period. You can use a simple spreadsheet to track these expenses. Even just use a pencil and a calculator and start writing down, what do I spend on food? What do I spend on eating out in restaurants, for example, or takeout, as it were, during COVID? Things like that. You'll quickly see that there's some areas you'll be able to make some significant cuts to help you, such as in other areas, such as paying down debt, or putting a savings in place. Again, as I said earlier, anything saved is better than nothing saved. An advisor can always sit down with you, even during COVID. All of our branches have staff ready and able to help you, including our toll-free number, and we can walk you through some budgeting tools. There's also some great tools online to get started. Yeah, and it doesn't cost anything. Just simply go to the website and uh, arrange uh, to get some help uh, preparing a budget. One of the things that I found... Uh, Tamara, is that um, during this pandemic, how many things I've learned to live without? Yeah. It's just been incredible. And, you know, when you can learn to live without, uh, that's where some of the savings come in. But if you're having real problems with um, uh, preparing a budget, uh, what is a budget? What goes into a budget? Uh, You know, there's assets and liabilities and revenue. (laughs) Those are the three main columns. (laughs) Uh, Simply go onto the website, envisionfinancial.ca, envisionfinancial.ca. Go from there, and uh, you'll get a hand from the great folks over at Envision Financial. Tamara Hensby, Director of Retail Banking, uh, joining us on this edition of Vancouver Consumer at CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Uh, taking on too much debt, uh, you know, it's really easy to pull out a credit card. And the last time I looked at my credit card uh, balance, uh, Tamara, I think I could have it paid off in 186 years, it said on the statement. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm going to be long gone. I don't know who's going to pay this thing. <laughs> like, what are they thinking? <laughs> I know. I know. But, but, but taking, taking on debt, and, you know, if people are not working, they've been laid off, uh, government subsidies maybe have not been enough. I think watching how much you're racking up in terms of debt at 18 or 19% is critical. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So we know overall Canadians, long before the pandemic hit, Canadians have too much debt. This pandemic has reinforced how important it is for us to be looking at ways to pay down debt when and where we can. So for many, exactly to your point, Manny, the pandemic caused people to turn to high interest debts, potentially like credit cards or lines of credit to help them get through these tough times. This is something that should be avoided if at all possible and always connects with our previous points and talking about how important it is to have an emergency fund. It's always wise to sit down and talk to your advisor about debt repayment to ensure that paying down debt is part of your financial plan. Always note, too, that putting all of your debt into your mortgage, if you're a homeowner, for example, isn't always the answer. Oftentimes, a shorter-term loan can improve your net worth 
again, it's a great idea to discuss this debt repayment and alternate plans with your financial advisor. EnvisionFinancial.ca for some great advice. EnvisionFinancial.ca. Tamara Hensby, Director of Retail Banking. Uh, My father long passed away, lived through the Depression and various other uh, financial crises like most of us have over the last uh, 20 or 30 years. But one of the things he always said, Manny, cash is king. (laughs) <laughs> cash is king. And what he meant by that was, you know, you got to have that emergency fund, which is exactly uh, what you're talking about. Uh, let's take a look at investments. I was looking at a figure the other day, Tamara. Uh, it was a survey of people who had financial plans. And uh, to my delight, uh, this survey found that most people with a financial plan were uh, standing steady, uh, al- mm-hmm. although concerned, uh, were not making drastic changes. And I take it that Envision Financial Advisors uh, are suggesting the same thing. Look, just stand firm. Absolutely. So uh, talking about good financial advice and about investments of any kind, the obvious piece here, and your dad probably had good advice, is to not panic. And the markets, we've seen large swings for multiple reasons through many, many years. But it's always a good idea to stick to your plan. So we can already see that the markets have gained quite a bit ground since that initial drop. The TSX dropped 37% initially. Since then, it's already climbed back 29%. So using your home ownership as an analogy, if you are a homeowner, your home is likely to be your largest asset. When, if your home drops in value, we don't rush to sell. It's important to stay within your initial risk tolerances and stay invested, or you'll take an actual loss versus just what we call a paper loss. A loss is on the material once you sell. Until then, it's simply decreased in value. Again, shows the importance of having a financial advisor you can trust. During the pandemic, we've been talking to so many members. In the early stages, we just wanted to reach to them. Just connect to them and offer some encouragement. Let them know that we're here and ready to help. And, that, and for the most part, people just needed comfort and peace of mind, knowing that the market fluctuations are normal and they need not panic. Now we've been through some of these times as well, and we can see that that's exactly what has happened. And everyone's calmed down. There was a bit of a flock to safety for a while there. And now we're seeing people trying to make some other decisions. And, and again, To your point earlier, Manny, having that financial advisor during times like this makes such a valuable difference. In fact, stats will show that with a financial advisor, 81% of people feel that they're on track with their financial affairs versus 44% of people who simply don't have an advisor. We're not talking about big money here. We're just talking about having an advisor walk you through what's happening and giving you comfort 81% 81% feel they're more on track with their financial affairs. What a what a what peace of mind is that? Yeah, I think uh, you know as one who has a financial plan, uh, it's right. not like I called my financial planner every day. No. Uh, but you know there there was communication there. I did have some questions. He was quick to answer them uh, to my satisfaction and that's what right. you're going to get when you get a financial advisor from Envision Financial. Envisionfinancial.ca is how you link up. Tamara Hensby, Director of Retail Banking, joining us on this edition of Vancouver Consumer at CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Uh, You talk about um, 
house prices in relation to financial plans, uh, you know, home sales have already surged forward. I think we had the best July in home sales Mm -hmm. uh, since July of uh, 2017. Uh, Not that that is an indicator of how your financial plan is doing, but overall, I think it suggests that there is a confidence in the economy. Correct. The other big confidence factor is uh, car sales. Uh, you know, car sales, uh, you can measure an economy by car sales. But however you measure it, it's all about an individual and a personal connection to your financial institution where there are some trusted advisors to uh, keep you moving. I really like the fact that you will help people prepare a budget over at Invasion uh, Financial. Uh, Tamara, I think that's just so critical. I mean, sure, you can go online and try and figure it out yourself, but unless you're actually talking to somebody about how to uh, put down these lines on a budget, I think is is really, really critical. Right. Um, We talked about the importance to have access to good advice. And I think during the initial periods when branches were closing and, uh, you know, you just couldn't get anybody on the phone and people were panicking over mortgages and mortgage deferrals, uh, Envision Financial is reopening, you know, slowly as most businesses are today. Where is Envision Financial at in terms of branch reopening? So we're opening two more branches. So we, we're almost at full capacity now with our branches. We've got, sorry, I said two. We've got four more branches opening on August 17th. And that will leave, I believe, only three or four left of our 21 locations in the Envision region to open. As of August, we will have 40 of our 50 overall First West locations open throughout British Columbia. So we're very proud with the way that we've managed through this safety being first and foremost of our members and our staff. So we've done a very slow and methodical approach to reopening. During that time, I totally understand and respect there was some difficulties for some of our members to come into the branch when it was closed. So we had all of our lines of communication open to our members every day, literally seven days a week with our call center open seven days a week, our member advice center, all of our branches have staff working in them. And again, doing the web conference video messaging, you made a great point earlier about mortgage and and, uh, house purchases and car purchases and things like that. We never stopped doing business. Our members didn't stop doing business. The, The economy is still moving. So we were always there for our members who still had a mortgage to close upon or a subject removal date. And we were able to do a lot of that through all of the digital and telephone technologies that we already had in place. And we're continuing to boost those technologies so we can continue through the balance of COVID-19, continuing to keep our members and our staff safe at all times. But great question. And most of our branches will be open very soon. Oh, good to hear. I, you know, I think one of the things we learned from uh, the a boom or bust uh, financial times that we've been through in the past. And it's, you know, we can go back, uh, you know, a dozen years and uh, to 2008, for example, when there was this huge panic. But I think the one thing we've learned that is a, a well-run financial institution like Envision Financial, uh, the, the, it's solid. Like they're not going, you're not, they're not going anywhere and you're Absolutely. not going anywhere. So Absolutely. You're correct. And I yep. think having that confidence in your financial institution just goes uh, miles and all the good work in terms of a social responsibility that Envision Financial 
Hill is backing as well, uh, just tells that, uh, you know, it's a solid institution, a trusted institution, been around a long time. And we want to thank Tamara Hensby, Director of Retail Banking, EnvisionFinancial.ca is how you reach the good people over at Envision Financial, Envision Financial. .ca. You are listening to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Back in a moment. And you're back to Vancouver Consumer on CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Time now for another edition of Ask Andrew. Andrew Ferreira, executive producer, Vancouver Consumer here at CKNW, and prolific transit writer. Yeah. I, uh, I will always I will always enjoy writing transit. It's just, I don't know, for me it's interesting. I can read a book and not have to worry about, you know, driving. Not that I don't drive, but, you know, well, I, I try I, not to. When you come into the station, you're still wearing your mask. Now, I started riding the bus when I first started working here several years ago. And, uh, of course, no one wore a mask, or very few people, and not for this reason, by the way. But in any event... Um, Everybody getting on transit at some point is going to be required to wear a mask. You've been wearing yours diligently, I know. In your experience in the last couple of weeks, do more people wear masks than not wear masks on transit? It's been pretty stagnant. It After the initial kind of okay by everyone saying, yeah, wear a mask, uh, I'd say that by and large it's stuck to about 30 to 40% of people. Uh, wearing, wearing, wearing or not wearing? Wearing. Okay. Uh, you know, you'll see, you know, every now and again, you know, a bunch of the people around me will be all wearing masks, but there will always be a group of people who come on who don't or vice versa. And so uh, earlier this week, Transing said, all right, all right, that's enough. We're going to make, you know, we're going to make masks mandatory for you to, you know, ride our system. If you want to take the bus, the train, uh, the C bus, you have to wear a mask starting August the 24th. Um, and a lot of people are saying, wow, this is a really overdue policy. And some people are saying, well, this is completely unnecessary. And other people are saying, how are you going to enforce this? And all that, I think, is fair to listen to. But I think what's really important is that Transic has said you have to. Whether or not it's, in my opinion, completely enforceable uh, isn't exactly the biggest thing. If you simply say you have to do it, more people will do it. Um, and I think the kind of hesitation that people are seeing right now, it's usually a oh, maybe it's not top of mind or, oh, I'm only getting on the train for one stop or oh, I'm only, you know, I'm barely going anywhere on, on the bus. Uh, but if you have, you know, official signage saying wear a mask and not we recommend that you wear a mask, you'll start to see people do it more. Uh, and following up with Transync as well, Walmart Canada, uh, starting a lot sooner, uh, August the 12th, will be uh, saying that every store... Uh, will require uh, masks or face coverings uh, mandatory. And this is regardless of whether or not there's a local jurisdiction that says otherwise. Within the stores, you are wearing a mask. And that's that. Uh, so uh, for me, I'm kind of glad. And you know, uh, I know I'm a younger person, but I'm glad to see that these kinds of... Uh, you know, widespread safeguarding measures are, are starting to finally be implemented because we're starting to see, you know, cases flare up here and there as people are starting to feel a little bit more comfortable going around. Uh, we can't let our guard down. And I feel like this is an important part of making sure that, you know, we can help, you know, continue keeping, you know, society as a whole moving. 
Well, I think much has been made uh, about enforcing uh, mandatory masks on transit. And I think it's really a non-story because so many businesses now, either you wear a mask or you don't go on or in that store. It's that simple. And I think transit, you know, they don't have to back it up with transit police and uh, fines and tickets and all that kind of stuff. Just say you either are wearing a mask when you get on a bus or you're not getting on the bus. Yep. It's that simple. I, I don't know why so much has been made, but well, how are you going to enforce it? You know, Walmart is going to say to its customers, and many others are already saying it, either you are wearing a mask or you are not coming into this location. It's that simple. And you know that prior to it. This is not, uh, you know, breaking news that, you know, you should be wearing a mask when you go into a public place like a Walmart or even still, uh, even more so, uh, a bus where you're in closer contact with people. Andrew Ferreira, our executive producer and mask wearer on transit, executive producer, Vancouver Consumer here at CKNW. I'm Manny Bazunas. Back in a moment. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.